Welcome back, everybody, to the Eats Beat Podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson. We are back. How many hamburgers have you had since the last time we had an Eats Beat Podcast? You know, um, strangely enough, I really haven't had that many, although um, Liberty Burger in, uh, that has a location in North Fort Worth has a really good candied cowboy um, burger of the month. It's their give-back burger that goes to some of the... And I, go to charity. And I'm saving up for the Tipsy Owl to open in, in Arlington because they'll have the uh, one of the chicken fried bacon burgers. They've got some other specialties. And, of so, course, the uh, new Hop Dottie in uh, Glade Parks in Euless um, went there. And, and um, they have a, a breakfast burger that uh, they launched, I believe, in Euless. Well, Steve, the Eats Beat podcast does not live by burgers alone. But what have you been dining on since the last time we were together? Uh, uh, burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, my wife has discovered Hop Dottie. And so now whenever we can... It's Hop Dottie Burgers, and actually I tried Billy's new burger at the Billy Gold Caker's Barbecue, and it was pretty good. Is that a brisket burger? Or? No, it's just a regular s- simple burger, with uh, but really good melted cheese on it. Why, if you're at Billy's Gold Caker's with all that great chicken fried chicken, chicken fried steak, brisket, why would you get a burger? Apparently, uh, the people in that area like burgers. Oh, you know, so it's like he's, ha- he's having to cater to, uh, you know, he moved locations onto Camp Bowie over there, and uh, he had to... Uh, you know, change his menu a little bit. He's still adding a few more things, but uh, they even have a, a couple of uh, busloads of seniors that come in, uh, like on Mondays and Wednesdays, and he had to put the burgers on a menu for them. You know, they're having Chubby's withdrawal over there. Chubby's will be back. It's catacorner from Billy's over there behind Westside Cafe. Chubby's will be back open next week. I went by there yesterday and they told me. Well, we are going to talk about more than burgers on the podcast. You know, we're going to start, well, we were going to start out talking about patio dining because it's getting to be that kind of, Beautiful weather season, but stop the presses. We have big news about who's dining in Fort Worth. Robert, we have a sighting. Well, it was uh, we've had several sightings of uh, Harrison Ford, who uh, comes to Fort Worth uh, every uh, two or three years for uh, uh, additional pilot training. And uh, he was spotted at uh, Thai Terrace, a uh, Thai restaurant on uh, Victory Boulevard in West Fort Worth. Kind of a quiet little Thai restaurant. Yeah, it seemed like... From what we were able to tell, except for his usual stop at Grace in downtown Fort Worth, and uh, Adam Jones, the owner of Grace, told me that he's been taking care of uh, Harrison Ford for 20 years. Uh, it seemed like we, we had a hard time confirming a lot of the places, but they seemed like um, more off-the-wall places than he had uh, he'd gone to. He came through in 2015, and it seemed like he just went down Magnolia going to uh, everything he could try on Magnolia back in 2015. We know he went to Canon Chinese back then, and then there was the picture of him standing in line at the Taco Heads truck back then in front of Avoca. And he was also at uh, Brood um, back then, and uh, Joey Turner, the co-owner of Brood, told me it was like, yeah, he just kind of quietly ate by himself, and uh, the, the customers thought it was really cool to cite him, but left him alone. And I, I think that's one of the things he likes about Fort Worth. Um, is that uh, people just kind of let him be when he's at, when he's out dining? That is one of the nice things, and Steve. it's uh, something to do a pilot uh, training yeah, it, or something. Yeah, it's uh, I I don't have the details. Uh, I believe it, I think you said something about pilot certification. He's a helicopter uh, yeah. pilot. And he recertifies at Bell. He comes back every yeah. two years for mm-hmm. for to, to train at Bell. He was here. Um, he was sighted. Boy, I think the first sighting was. 20 years ago yeah. uh, at Angeluna. Yeah. Um, and there were, there were some people at Bass Hall, and they happened to see him and went across the street during an intermission for whatever show it was at Bass Hall and said, 
<laughs> well, it's a good little plug for Ty Terrace. Have either of you been to Ty Terrace? I haven't. You know, yeah, a, strangely enough, I haven't either. And it, but it's got really good word of mouth. It's just not in the part of town that I live in. Well, it's it's one of the family members or managers maybe from Sweet Basil Cafe behind Northeast Mall came over and opened Ty Terrace. It's it's excellent. You know, the the other uh, little Thai restaurant. Uh, uh, um, Oh, gosh, I can't think of the name of it. Tuk Tuk Thai up on West 7th is good, but I think people like Thai Terrace better. It's there on West Vickery. It's the uh, it's down the road from Swiss Pastry and all the West Vickery dining. Yeah, we had, we'd heard um, we were not able to confirm uh, that um, Harrison Ford was spotted at Wine Thief, the wine bar at the Omni in downtown Fort Worth. Um, they would not confirm. They said they don't confirm um, because of the privacy of their guests, they don't uh, they don't confirm or deny whether people have shown up. <laughs> but it's great, you know. Fort Worth is a city where people love dives, and it's great to see them kind of going to these you know low key hole in the wall kind of dives. Well, um, Robert, you have a big story, and we want to talk about your wrap up of all the new patios in Fort Worth. It's time to sit outside and and sweat and have a few margaritas and dine. So uh, well, tell was, us what's new. Yeah, there, there was actually some debate over whether people will, over whether it's too hot. But I don't think right now, I think uh, Fort Worth people are acclimated. You have um, misters at most of the patios. Uh, I think if you go by, like, Woodshed on a Saturday night at this time of year, you're going to see a lot of people. I you was will. there on Saturday night. I guarantee you, you will. And... Um, my, I think my favorite, though, is uh, brand new, <clears throat> and um, when I was there last week, they were not doing full service yet, uh, is Perch. It's in the new Frost Bank Tower in downtown Fort Worth, and it is on the 12th floor with a wraparound balcony that looks gives you views to the northwest and to the east. The northwest views are the best because you're just looking out at, you're not looking at other downtown buildings. Uh, you are looking down at the pool um, at the Tower Condo plant Complex. You're not supposed to do that, Robert. Um, but it, there was nobody there, so I, I'm in clear conscience. Uh, last week they had a grab-and-go menu. They are supposed to start in a limited cocktail menu. They are supposed to start um, full service by the end of the month. And um, um, it's basically a coffee bar in the morning, a lunchtime cafe, and a Kind of a bar with uh, bar slash restaurant at yeah, night. I'm confused about Perch. It looks like an office building cafeteria, but it has this beautiful wraparound patio and view. I think once you get full service, you're not going to feel the cafeteria. That's the impression I get. I'm not positive about it, but that's the impression I get. You're going to get more of a, a, a dine-in experience. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. I went there for the Fort Worth Food and Wine Festival to kick it off there, and they were kind of alluding that it was going to be a, a nicer type restaurant. Yeah, um, so I'm, wait, I'm waiting to see what happens when, you know, I'll probably go there again this week and, and check it out, see what the progress is like. Well, some of the other cool patios, I mean, uh, everybody sees La Zona on, on Magnolia with a, the new developments over there. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful patio. Uh, it could stand some shade. Um, it, it's like, um, I was actually just in Marfa a couple of weeks ago, and it is like having a piece of Marfa dropped on Magnolia Avenue. Uh, we were there for um, open streets, and it was packed during open streets. There were a lot of people on the patio for open streets. And uh, the, the place itself is it's kind of a quirky concept where you have a, a tapas and pizza restaurant in one building, um, Gonna help to have to help me on the name of that building. The churros. And there's a churros in the other uh, building, and the buildings both have names like um, San Sofia, and there's another building for the the top of Hotel Madrid. Hotel Madrid. No, which is not a hotel. Right. So um, they got a pretty good burger, but um, the 
the patio itself has this sort of deserty feeling, and uh, you, you kind of feel like somebody's dropped a little bit of West Texas on, on or or Spain on um, Magnolia Avenue. And I know you and I both have been to Mansfield, and we've seen kind of that big patio behind Twisted Root and Mellow Mushroom. Apparently, it's a shared patio. Um, well, Twisted Root, there's, they're going to be opening um, uh, one of their sister concepts. Again, you're going to have to refresh tacos my Tacos and tequila? Tacos and tequila is... Uh, something similar. To, yeah, tacos and tequila. No, tacos and avocados. Tacos and avocados. Is is supposed to, they have tacos a, and tequila is the Blue Mesa spin yeah. Tacos and avocados is the... They have a lo- location of tacos and avocados next to the uh, Twisted Root in Roanoke, and they're supposed to be opening there. There's also a brew, uh, brewery that's going to open there. That's a nice patio in downtown Mansfield. Yeah. It's actually got trees. Yeah, it's it's got it's got trees. It's got, uh, there's got a little bit of a covered area that specifically belongs to Twisted Root. And then if you go out, there's like a gazebo area. There's old style lawn chairs like you you know, you might've seen in the sixties, um, multi-leveled. There weren't, when I was out there at lunch, there weren't that many people on the patio, but there were a few people um, sharing it. Uh, it looks like once all these places are open around it, it's going to be quite a scene. And what's the other really nice new patio? You've got 15 of them in a list that's on DFW.com, but what's the other big one? Well, um, one of the ones I like, and I, I, you can probably tell I like rooftop, rooftops, is uh, Craft and Vine in Roanoke. It's a, as the name indicates, it's a beer and wine bar, but it also has it also has a restaurant um, feel. The patio is enclosed, but there are windows where you can uh, open air windows where you can look out at the rest of the uh, Roanoke. Oak Street Dining Strip. The downtown Roanoke Maelstrom, as yeah, it is. Yeah, that. there's uh, Roanoke. If you haven't been there and you're interested in food, it's worth the trip up 35. Um, there's a lot of stuff up there. Um, if you get stuck in line waiting for Babes, there's actually other restaurants yeah, to go to. Yeah, and uh, Babes will have the longest line in Roanoke. Yeah, absolutely. And, and all you have to do is walk across the street to Twisted Root. Um, I have not been... Um, I to um, San Daniel in Grapevine, which has another rooftop patio. Uh, we excerpted from a, a review that um, one of our correspondents, Andrew Martin, did of the patio. Uh, I've driven by it. I just don't, haven't been on the patio. Another place, it looks like it has got really nice western views, so you get the good sunsets and um, get a view of the Plaza Theater in downtown uh, Grapevine, Palace Theater in downtown Grapevine. Steve, what are the patios that you like when you all want to eat outside? Where do you all go? We don't eat outside that oh, much, but uh, but usually uh, it's uh, Joe T. Garcia's. Um, yeah. it, you know, that's pretty much uh, the go-to spot. Whenever we have our relatives come in, they all, they all want to go there. And that's the definitive. <laughs> I mean, Joe T. seats 2,000 people, for gosh sakes. Yeah. And the, you know, that's the, fia- that's the, the Fiesta Garden mm-hmm. patio that everybody thinks of when they think about outside dining. And the story on the new patios, we link to our stories on uh, the new patios of 2017, and we also link to um, a roundup we did of just the best patios in Dallas-Fort Worth. And um, I would say that my favorites, Jyoti Garcia's, the um, semi-hidden little Piola. Uh, I like Italian the Piola restaurant. It's patio. one of my favorite patios. Uh, it's really a, nice little garden area. Tucked away in, the, in uh, just a little bit north of uh, 7th Street, west of University Drive. What's the worst patio? I mean, it's, it's just some pathetic little <laughs> concrete at two tables. I think the Zeke's Fish and Chips patio might rank right <laughs> in there. It's, it's like a little fenced-in closet area with a couple of tables. and You're outside, but that's about it. There are a lot of patios. Um, I live near Alliance Town Center, and there are a lot of patios in, in North Fort Worth. Parking lot patios. That just 
face out on I-35 in its worst section, or one of its worst sections, where you're just looking at a traffic jam. Um, and what, what I look for when I do these roundups is things where you're not looking directly at a parking lot or you're not looking at traffic. Um, one of the things to bring up there is Twilight Lounge, which is another tucked away place. Which has great food. Yeah, it's got it's a bar with a New Orleans ambience. And if you look, if there's another part of the bar where there's a window where they sell po' boys. Um, and the patio itself is has got a nice fence that, shield, that shields you from the parking lot. You know, you're not looking at cars. You're not looking at traffic going by. You're just hanging out on the patio. It feels like being in somebody's backyard. You're looking at your empty drinking th and thinking how much you need another. One of my, yeah, really they, they have a, um, a Louisiana bulldog there, and I'm a big fan of uh, coffee cocktails. This is like a Colorado bulldog, but it's made with a beet of root beer instead of Pepsi. And I had a frozen uh, Irish coffee there that, you know, for all the raving about frozen margaritas, that frozen, frozen Irish coffee was great, too. Now, yeah, I think everybody likes Twilight. I take a lot of people there. Uh, the, uh, well, I'm going to talk about being outside because it's Colonial Golf Weekend, and so we have a lot of people who be outside of Colonial. And one of the big things in, in Fort Worth now is that when you leave Colonial to go have a drink uh, or to go have dinner somewhere, you know, you can just walk across and walk up and down the Trinity Trail. All the new restaurants in Fort Worth are opening somewhere along the trail, whether it's at Waterside or or Left Bank or you know, but, but you know, particular there around Colonial, you've all you've had the woodshed for several years now. The woodshed. We'll have $2 tacos beginning at 7 in the morning for people on their way to Colonial. But then you can walk another half mile around the bend on the river and under the University Bridge, and you can just walk the trail, and you're at H.G. Spy. And so you can, you can have dinner and drinks at H.G. Spy. You can peek in the window of Bar Taco, which will open in a week or two, but isn't quite open yet. And then the other thing you can do if it's the end of a hot day is you can go to Pop Bar, and you can have one of the really nice organic uh, you know, cream or, or sorbet popsicles that they have that are that are coated and dipped and, and uh, you know it's a it's a New York New York ice cream pop shop, but it's a great thing on the end of a on the end of a hot day and particularly if you just if you've just walked 18 at Colonial it'd be a great addition. And it's it's not in the other direction and it's really not that far a walk. It, it, psychologically, you may think it is is Press Cafe. Two miles. If you, if you go that way, it's it's really it doesn't take that very not that long to get there. Yeah. Um, and um, you also walk by the Clear Fork food truck park. Yeah. Um, so you've got a, a choice of food trucks there. Um, and we're, we're speaking of patios, HG Supply, Woodshed, Press Cafe, um, all have some of the best patios in town. All along the river. And it's uh, the HG Supply and Pop Bar are a half-mile walk from uh, the Woodshed to the east. And then Press Cafe is a two-mile walk to the west. I mean, I, I know people who put their name on the list at one restaurant, walk to the other, have a drink, and then walk back and have dinner. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a great place to get out and, and get a little sun and extra. Well, after Colonial Weekend comes Memorial Day. I mean, this is not one of the big dining out holidays, but is there, you know, where, what do you think of when you think of Memorial Day food? Uh, burgers. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever a hot dog I'm having at a golf course. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to mention another one of the patios because the only two places that I, I can find that are promoting their Memorial Day brunch one of them is in Clear Fork, and it's also on your new patios list. B&B Butchers, of course, <laughs> yes. And B&B uh, um, scored, Clear Fork, Shops at Clear Fork seems to have put a premium on patios, and, and I, I could have done this patio list based on Shops at Clear Fork alone. Right. Um, but B&B Butchers looks like it scored the best one with 
Um, it's got a the patio itself for B&B, which is quite a high-end restaurant, is nicely fenced off and, and landscaped. And you can be on that patio and feel like you're separated from the parking lot. You go down another tier, and there's some sidewalk dining that's just general sidewalk dining. And um, you can go to the little B&B butcher shop around the corner and get a sandwich. Which is a great little retro butcher shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and get a sandwich and just sit on the sidewalk. My one gripe, um, and this is just becoming a personal pet peeve, is um, shops at Clear Fork, like um, Crockett Row at West 7th and a couple of other developments, seems to feel the need to have music blasting from its landscaping at all times. And... Uh, if you're sitting there trying to, you know, I, I dine solo a lot, I take a book with me, and if you're sitting there trying to read a book and you've got Nicki Minaj coming at you, it can be a little distracting. Um, otherwise, it's it's a nice place to hang out. And I think if you're on that B&B butcher's patio itself, you're separated from that, from that music. Um, there's a nice little plaza there, too, with a very whimsical windmill sculpture that's kind of a colorful mosaic. Well, the uh, B&B, uh, you know, they, they have a, their brunch menu that they've had on weekends. They're going to serve that on Monday now, too. And also they have specials for Colonial this week. They have a, a, a on, the, on that patio you're talking about, they're having a 19th hole party every night. Uh, they, they have uh, happy hour prices and free uh, appetizers for everybody on uh, both levels of patio. And they also have a wine special all weekend where you can buy a, a really nice bottle of wine uh, Silver Oak, Alexander Valley, or or a Tumay Pinot Noir for the price of whatever the best round of the day was. So if somebody shoots a sixty, you're you're in business for <laughs> for a, a really nice bottle of wine. Good luck on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm down. I'm I'm not a sixty dollar bottle of wine guy. I'm I'm more down in the twenty five bottle of twenty five dollar bottle of wine class. Uh, Steve, anything else about patios or Memorial Day that comes to mind for you? Uh, let's see. There's uh, well, uh, Grace is having one of their patio dinners. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, basically, I've been to a couple of them, and they're really nice. And they're a little, a uh, little less expensive than if you're dining inside. Uh, this one is $115. It's a wine dinner. It's this uh, Friday. How and many courses? Uh, they didn't say. They said it's just going to be like picnic lunch things. I know. Uh, I've had like. Uh, uh, let's see, the last one I went to had like 15 courses. Wow! So it was a, it was a lot of a lot of stuff. I've gone to wine dinners at Grace. Uh, my uh, with my vegetarian wife gone to the vegetarian wine dinners and yeah, you know, nine courses and a pairing with each one. It's like boy, this food is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is. It's uh, you know they definitely know how to take care of you at Grace. And that is, it's 115 dollars, but there is a, it's all included wine and several mm-hmm. courses of dinner. So. The uh, one, I, I haven't heard a lot of uh, Memorial Day stuff either, but mm-hmm. I, I have heard uh, Landmark, one of the bars in the West 7th area, is having a big Memorial Day um, celebration. And what's uh, stuck with me from their um, press release or the what I got from them was, dress like you love America. Um, so I imagine they want you to dress in patriotic colors. Oh, and I do have the menu here for that Grace Patio dinner. Let's, uh, let's see, canapes, dips, crab melon salad, duck confit taquitos, and a picnic with KFGSC, Kentucky Fried Grandma Staniford's Chicken, Ah. along with beef shins, cedar grilled salmon, caramelized mac and cheese, habanero hush puppies, and Japanese shaved ice. This is Staniford is Chef Blaine Staniford. He was one of the best chefs in town. Um, Their sister restaurant, Little uh, Little Red Wasp, Mm -hmm. he does chicken. Generally in the evening menu, I managed to get them to serve me some Nashville hot at lunch um, 
uh, when I was doing a recent spicy food roundup, but his chicken is really good. Okay, well, that covers patios in the weekend. Anything else, guys, to talk about? Um, well, we were talking about the opening of uh, Creamistry, this uh, oh, new the, liquid the nitrogen ice cream, um, place, yeah. ice cream uh, shop that's in the left bank shopping center. Um, all the names of these shopping centers are really confusing. So just They think, all sound like metal hospitals. Yeah, the, the thing with um, the, um, I, I say it's the one with the Tom Thumb and the Hop Dottie on West 7th. Um, they just opened. They uh, had a soft opening last week. They did a grand opening on Saturday. Uh, if you've never been to a liquid nitrogen ice cream shop, what they do is you you get four steps. You have a, you, you choose your base, which is the milk. You choose a flavor, and one of the things I like about Creamistry is they have several cereal flavors of ice cream. Um, so I got a fruity pebbles flavor, which is very crunchy and colorful. Uh, you choose a topping. They recommended on the fruity pebbles uh, marshmallow cream, and it works very well because it kind of tastes like a, a rice krispie treat. And you, um, you take these um, ingredients, they put them in a bowl, and then they flash freeze them with liquid nitrogen. So you get that sort of arena rock concert effect with the fog coming out, it spills over the side. Very cool for um, kids and people like me who- Also for my 90-year-old mother Yeah, just <laughs> don't get over looking at fog. I, I didn't even take chemistry class in high school, but there's something about the fog stuff that's very cool. The flash freezing, uh, supposed to um, eliminate problems with freezer burn that you sometimes get on ice cream. I've got to say, Cream Street there, uh, is one of two liquid nitrogen ice cream shops I've been to, and both of them, the ice cream is very creamy. Um, I, I find that grocery stores, I eat a lot of ice cream, grocery stores often overfreeze their ice cream. If you get it fresh like this, you don't get that freezer burn. You don't have to wait for it to melt. You get the texture perfectly when it comes out. Even the sorbet was very creamy. I had the pineapple sorbet, which uh, which is called nitrodole or something. But, I mean, it, it, it had the texture of an ice cream. It was just amazing and fat-free. And there's um, there's several new um, ice cream. Um, the other Amarino in Clear Amarino Fork. Amarino gelato in, in uh, Clear Fork. It originated uh, in Paris. It's a gelato place. That That's was Paris, founded France, by, we have to say. Yeah, so. Paris, France, not Paris, Texas. It was it was founded by Italians who didn't think, couldn't find good gelato where they wanted, uh, wanted it in France. And uh, I believe it was brought here by uh, the franchisee, I believe, is a, a native Italian, if I'm not mistaken. Well, there's only seven locations in America, and one is in Clear Fork. Amarino is known for, uh, they, they will, they'll give you an ice cream cone, but the the scoop on top, they'll, it'll be shaped like a rose petal. So you can give someone uh, a, 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 a gelato rose that just looks beautiful. Sometimes you can get it topped with a um, French macaron, a um, little cookie on top of it as well. Uh, you mentioned Pop Bar. Um, uh, these pop are Bar, Creamistry, Amarino, try them all. Yeah, and these are more uh, popsicle type. Uh, pop Bar is more of a popsicle place. Um, uh, but it's like Steel City Pops, I believe. You know, yeah. And, uh, there's a, it has some more dips and, and coatings. It, 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 you can do interesting things with Pop Bar. And um, Alchemy Pops, which uh, has long been a, uh, a yeah. kind of a food truck type thing, uh, open to brick and border on South Main Street. In Mansfield, and actually in the, the area we were talking about with uh, the Twisted Root and uh, Tacos and Avocados, there's also... Apparently, it just opened. I was out there. I was out at the Twisted Root last Monday, and it wasn't open yet. But according to the Facebook post, it is open. Uh, Hypnotic Emporium, which is another ice cream place brought to you by the people who do hypnotic donuts in Dallas and Denton. So that'll require a field trip. 
And um, yeah, I, it'll be my third field trip to Mansfield um, this month. I live on the other side of the county. Well, uh, go have some ice cream and uh, you know, go outside and tell us about better patios and tell us about more ice cream and what you like. Be sure and follow all of our work. Follow Steve Wilson, Robert Philpott, I'm Bud Kennedy, Eatspeed. Follow us all on Twitter, on Facebook. Read DFW.com, follow DFW.com on Facebook. We come to you and, and on, on uh, the digital uh, version of the Star-Telegram all week long. You can keep up with all the news the minute we know it on dining by following us on social media and read about us on StarTelegram.com and DFW.com. Until next time, I'm Bud Kennedy.